What do you do if your life is going along and all of a sudden you get smacked upside the head? How do you recognize a setback and not just bounce back, but bounce up to use the things that you thought would destroy you to become the actual platform that lifts you and gives you your God-given purpose? I got this idea from an incredible woman that I had the honor of meeting several years ago, back in 2018. And in fact, it was this woman who was one of my original inspirations that led me to become a professional speaker because it was my first meeting at NSA, the National Speakers Association of Pittsburgh, where I met the absolutely wonderful MJ Calloway. This woman is going to blow your mind. She's going to inspire you and she'll probably make you cry because of how authentic she is and how her voice of positivity from an authentic place of choosing to turn her pain into purpose literally moves mountains. The woman you're about to meet, MJ Calloway, is a professional speaker. She delivers focused programs that include humor, because laughter is the best medicine, as we know, real life stories, and strategic self-mastery tools that she's going to share in this episode with you that you can implement immediately. As a three-time cancer warrior and domestic abuse survivor, MJ shares that every setback is an opportunity to create your bounce up. She's the creator of The Bounce Up and as the author of, get this, 12 books 12. She's a certified change management specialist, certified virtual presenter, and a leadership liaison for the National Speakers Association. In addition, she's earned a holistic resilience certificate from Point Park University and four gold awards from the Parenting Media Association. I am so incredibly honored to share the space with this incredible woman and share her with you. MJ, welcome to the Script Your Confidence podcast. Thank you, Adam. Oh my goodness, you have me starting to tear up already. It's in, and I didn't even get to say much. So, oh my goodness, <laughs> what an introduction! And for those who are listening, when I sit back and I I listen to Adam, you know, give this introduction and some of my achievements, I think really that's me. You know, but if I can do it, you can too. And that is the message that I hope you take away today is, you know, once you hear my story, you hear the adversities. Well, Adam already shared some of them. But if I can do it, you can too. And you don't have to have these huge setbacks like a cancer prognosis or, you know, go through domestic violence. It can be you you lost your job. You didn't get the promotion. There's a lot of things that have us, you know, looking at ourselves, second guessing ourselves, having doubt. However, if I can get through some of these mountains, whatever you're going through, you can too. That's such an incredible message, MJ. And it really sets a foundation that I think a lot of us struggle with. I mean, that includes me. I struggled with 
confidence limiting beliefs for the majority of my life and hearing just just the bullet points of just just a piece of the incredible journey that you've lived through but made the decision to use those setbacks as your setup to launch and bounce up higher than when you started is just absolutely incredible and you're doing this globally like you you take this message and you have impacted hundreds of thousands of lives directly, like that's not an exaggeration, but then from the ripple effect, millions right. of people. Like th this is real, y'all, that this woman does this as a living. So MJ, what I'd invite you to share is when did this all start? Because if you hear her voice, you, you can hear her smiling. <laughs> you can hear her smiling. And I'm curious if you always were that way or if life led you to believe differently. And you mentioned self-doubt and how confidence has been a part of that journey because what you do is, is absolutely incredible. And, and all too often, what, what I hear people say when they see someone like you who's overcome these incredible, incredible adversities and they see you on stage with a smile and speaking to people's souls, a lot of times they see that and say, must be nice, easy uh, for you. So I'd love to hear your journey of how you got to that place in how, how you're being such a literal life changer in so many lives, including my own. Okay. The, so I'm going to answer that, but remind me to tell you about the time someone made a comment about I lived a charm life. So remind me about that. You got the, it. I grew up in, so with three brothers, and I grew up in a neighborhood of boys. Also, my family moved several times. So I was the only girl, you know, amongst these, you know, neighborhood of boys. And we played sports all the time. And I was always the one who, well, we, we don't want her, you know, like, and I would be picked last. So that, of course, you know, it takes a toll on your confidence yeah. because that's the only playmates I had at the time. So I was determined, and I think this is where, you know, the determination comes in. I was determined that I was not going to be the bench warmer and we played rubber ball. So there was a playground right across from us and we played rubber ball. And I decided I was not going to be the bench warmer and I was not going to be last to pick for the team. And I believe that's probably what started the journey of building confidence. Because first of all, you know, I had, had to have some type of confidence to be able to, and believe me, I faked it. I did not feel that confident when I was walking into the playground. You know, sure, my brothers were there, but they were not sticking up for me. <laughs> you know, they didn't, didn't want their sister there. Well, so it that started it, you know, fake it till you make it. And then I was determined to be a good baseball player, you know, at that time. And then it got to the point where, where I was selected before my brother was selected, who were a year apart. So that builds confidence, too. So every little achievement we have helps us build confidence, as well as Every single setback or disappointment that we have builds confidence. 
what takes our confidence away has a second second guessing ourselves or doubting ourselves is anytime there is a change, there is a challenge, or we're put in an uncomfortable situation. And when I realize that the uncomfortable situation, that's when I realize that's when you have to fake it till you make it. You know, that's where, you know, you pull on what you pull in whatever strengths you have. And that's a huge piece to building that confidence. That is so integral. And it, it's really important to recognize that what you shared is what, from what I heard, is that confidence isn't like, oh, I just have this. Confidence is built and it is. it's under construction all the time, especially times when you feel like all hope is lost. Now, I don't know if you've ever had one of those where you feel like all hope is lost, even if it's just for a moment, even if it's just for there's no way I can overcome this. The doctors gave me this. Someone told me this. I got rejected, whatever it might be. So my, my curious question, because just from the, the, the brief intro, you've overcome tremendous, like literally life or death adversity, no exaggeration. Right. So how do you do that when in the beginning, when you don't have as many reference points of, I can do this, I've done this before, and, and things like that? How do you start that process when you're in the middle of like one of the lowest points in your life? And- it definitely can be hard. It definitely can. One of the things when I was in high school, a mentor had taught me was the phrase, I can and I will. Me. So I learned that back in high school. And that was something that I still bring to this day when I have some type of doubt. And, and I've had some, which, which I'll share. You know, I can and I will. I can and I will. I can and I will. And I make it a chant. And I just keep going. And that is flipping from that negative to the positive. And I'll go back to when I left a an unhealthy marriage. You know, there was domestic abuse there and verbally and physically there. And the thing about domestic abuse, it can it beat you down. Yeah. You know, it it's the the verbal on on top of whatever physical is, it does beat you down. So that is where, for me, it was finding a way to get out of it, first of all, you know, and I left that marriage with $500 and some personal belongings. I did not take much with me. My clothes, some things, I could fit in my car, could fit into a couple of friends' car and left. And I, for me, there was a reason to do that. Number one, I have a, a son and a daughter. And I wanted my son to know that is not the way a man treats a woman. And I also wanted my daughter to know that women do not accept this. This is not acceptable. So for me, it was being a role model for yeah. my two kids. Yeah. And when you were talking about, you know, the way that we can make change, for me, it's legacy. So whether it's somebody in my audience whether it's my family, whether it's my friends, when I can help someone bounce up and change their mindset and change the way they think of things and build that confidence for them, it 
they it's a legacy that they now have that they can share with their children and then their children can share with their children so it's building that foundation that layering for the next generations and if i can do that you know we started with my own family my son it's it, it's so awesome to see at times so my grandson is five, uh seven he's now seven and my granddaughter is five so my son josh which i think you might know him or you've, you're connected with him you know josh has a, a fairly great positive attitude too he's been through a lot of adversities yes and he he has always told his son jj you're not allowed to say the word can't you're not allowed to say the word can't so the one day i was over there and jj wanted me to build this lego thing i am not great with legos and i said oh i can't get this to work and jj goes you're not allowed to say can't and i thought okay i started that legacy wow. now it's two generations and i'm getting caught on it so wow. i just thought that was hilarious that you know here's this little guy who he learned it through his dad who his dad learned it through me and th he's calling me on it what a special moment that's so cool seeing the fruits of your labor and what you shared it, it really struck me about doing it for your kids and what I hear from that that I that I can definitely resonate with is when you're feeling down or you're doubting yourself, what if you don't doubt other people? What if you attach to a purpose higher than you? Because yes. oftentimes confidence says, I can't do this. Well, if I can't do this, then I have to do it for my kids, for my significant other, for the bigger mission, whatever that might be. And sometimes... What people say to me, they, they write in after hearing an episode or, or they DM me on Instagram and say, I'm really struggling with my confidence. And I see people overcoming these things, but I feel like I can't do it because I just, I just don't have the confidence to believe in myself that it's mm -hmm. even possible. So have you ever had that experience or if you, can you, can you speak to what sort of action or, or thought would help someone who feels stuck in a situation that they keep focusing on, I can't overcome this. I can't do that with that specific word of yours. The, and there's two times that I will share in the beginning. The one, whenever I did leave that marriage, I thought I was going to end up homeless. You know, at the time I was not in a career path you know, my, my focus was my children at the time. I did work outside the house. However, it wasn't a career path. So I needed to go from, you know, having a position that had extra money in the household to actually supporting myself. And my son was in college at the time. Wow. So being able to support him so he could get his degree. And, and I truly, that was my fear was that I would end up homeless. And then the next time after and these are both big you know big hurdles yeah. the next time was when i was given the first cancer diagnosis the i was given a 20 percent chance of surviving over five years if chemo didn't work and chemo had a 50 to 60 percent chance of working well believe me you know doubt comes in and what i have to do is i have to pull back and that is when, you know, I believe in the power of prayer. 
like the yeah. power of prayer. My favorite verse is Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans I have for you, said the Lord. Um, plans to give you hope in a future. The So it's pulling on my faith. My faith is very, very strong. And then the next place that I go with that faith is instead of doubting, instead of thinking about the outside forces, I think, okay, God has me on this path for a reason. I am not sure what that reason is. Don't know, but there is a reason. So I am going to do the best I can. I know God has my back and I will get through this. That, Adam, is what helps me. And then I have some techniques. But first is the the power of prayer, you know, the belief in faith. I can't imagine not having that faith. Yeah, I can totally resonate with that. And it's very serendipitous, we'll say, um, of how that is such a incredible focal point in your journey. Because the the thing that I learned actually from Tony Robbins many years ago uh, he, he shared a phrase that really struck me because I was in the pit of my life and I kept saying, why did this happen to me? Why did someone do this to yeah. me? And it shifted because he said, life is not happening to you. It's happening for you. It's not yes. to minimize injustice. It's not to turn a blind eye to wrongdoings. But when you say and you believe bringing faith in, okay. this is happening for me because like you said in Jeremiah, I have plans to prosper you, not to harm you, right? Uh -huh. It goes on to say, well, if this is true, if this is true, even if you don't feel like it, what if it was true? If it's true that God has me and he has plans to prosper, not to harm me, plans for hope and a future. If that's true, I wonder what the purpose is. And when you shift the way you look at things, the things you look at shift towards a platform to use where you came from as connection points for other people who are stuck where you started so that you can fill them, not because you're perfect or you're out of the pit, but because you're just two steps ahead of where they don't even think there is another step. Right. And yes. that, 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 that led to one of my favorite speaking brands, which is yours. <laughs> And I really want you to share how this kind of came about in terms of going from those dark places that wasn't just a one-time thing, just like, I can't even imagine. I can't even imagine. Three-time cancer survivor, going through domestic abuse, all, all those things. And that's just the beginning. But taking that and making a decision of saying, this happened for me, how can I use this? And that's what you, you're thriving. You are crushing it. And your son's crushing it too, by the way. It is incredible. <laughs> like, I, I'm honestly so honored to know you, let alone oh. like have this level of connection because you are the real deal. Like, it's, in, it's incredible. And Adam, it's crazy to think all of this has happened within the last 12 to 13 years. So it isn't like these adversities have happened 30 years ago or, you know, 25 years ago, it's all within the last 12 to 13 years, which is insane when I think of it. Yes. So I've always found a way to 
and, and the simple explanation of how it actually started, you know, was I can and I will. Well, one night, and this is before, this is actually after I became single again. I call it single revisited um, because it just sounds better. Brilliant. <laughs> and I like to flip whatever I can in the way of words. Oh, yes. So I was coming home. Josh was playing basketball. I was coming home from Pitt Bradford, which, you know, coming through, it was a January and there was snow and actually... When I got to the game, I had a couple of dads because I knew all the players' parents. He played for D3 school, so you know everybody. And a couple of the dads came up and said, did you drive here by yourself? I'm like, yes. They're like, why didn't you call us? We would have picked you up. I was like, didn't even think of it. Well, on the way home, I'm going through a whiteout. And I'm thinking, the first thought was, please don't wreck. Please don't wreck. And then I thought, MJ, you're bringing wreck, <laughs> wreck yes. into your world. What are you doing? Yes. So I flipped it. And that's where Flip It came about. So I started with safe and sound, safe and sound. And I chanted safe and sound for like three hours until I did get home safely. Wow. So but that's how the Flip It came about. So I've been doing flip it for years, you know, a good 10 years. So in with it, every time we go through an adversity, you know, we add another technique. We add something else that helps us. And I found when I stopped thinking about the problem and I started to think about the solution is actually where I started to go to the positive. Yeah. And I have this technique that I call the traffic light approach. So instead of red, yellow, green, I say it's stop, evaluate, improvise. So when a setback hits, stop. Just like you're in a red light, stop. And then think about it. When, when we see a yellow light, we're kind of evaluating. Should we go? Should we stay? Should we go? Should we stay? You know, a, a lot of times people will say, oh, I hurry up and I go faster. Yeah, I have to guess. <laughs> yeah. So we're evaluating what we should do. And that's the same thing. Evaluate the situation. Evaluate where you are right now in that situation. And then for green, you know, green is action. So think about how, what can you do? How can you improvise? Life does not hand us everything on a platter perfectly. So whatever you have right there, whatever is within your means right then and there, you know, how can you improvise with what you have? Mm -hmm. So that's another technique that I've used to help me get through those dark days. That is really powerful. And I can attest to the power of that, of the resourcefulness of saying, I don't have what I think I need, but I do have something. And how can I use that to my advantage? It's brilliant. And that whole, because the thing that I love about that strategy is unless you don't drive, you're reminded of that every single day when you drive and you see an intersection. So it's like a, you know, ever, forever, ever, pun intended, an evergreen uh, tool that you can use, again, a pun on your journey of life <laughs> to yes. this strategy. I think it's brilliant. It's yesterday I gave a talk presentation for about 100 people for a utility company. And afterwards, a woman came up to me and she said, I want you to know I loved your story. She said, I love that traffic light approach. 
And then afterwards, a gentleman, a line worker came up and he's like, oh my goodness, because I tell a zip line story. He said, I love the zip line story. He said, but that traffic light approach, he said, it's so simple, yet it works. Like, that's it. That is it. That is it. That is it. It's so simple that it works. I literally, like, no joke. I say that on almost every episode and almost every interview that I do because it's the truth. And, and and correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, when you get diagnosed with cancer and you're going through abuse, like these are complex situations. Yes. And what we're trained to think or what our assumption is, and I'm not speaking for you, I'm just saying if I was in that situation, if we are in a complex situation, it must only be able to be solved with a complex solution. Yeah. But what happens is, when your plan is 50 steps, you get to step two, forget what step 10 is, and then you say, screw this, because complexity is the enemy of execution. But when you make something so simple, you can actually remember it and do it. You can do it because it's so simple, it actually works. It's genius. Exactly. It, and that is, and I have found for me, because of going through treatment several times and surgeries and, and all that. I need to, to simplify my life. I need to streamline whatever I could. So taking apart basically my entire business and looking at it as what actually works for me, what it what can I do to simplify? Mm. You know, and I do that too personally. You know, before I go before I would go into a treatment, I would pack my freezer. You know, it sounds so silly, but when you are not feeling great because of treatment, treatment is not a fun thing to go through, you know, you don't feel like cooking. So I would make sure that I had things in there that I knew would be my stomach could handle, but yet it was there for me, you know, and it was simple things. It, from having plastic silverware because regular silverware taste like metal in your mouth when you're going through treatment, yes. you know, having paper plates, anything that could take the task, minimize the task is what I did. That's, that's so brilliant. Simplify. And yes, you, you've shared some absolutely incredible tips and tools and, and strategies. And another one that I absolutely, like this is going to be in the show notes. I absolutely like not encourage, but demand that everyone listening or watching this goes and get is your book that shares like the deep, the detailed strip. There it is. There it is. Tell us about this brilliant piece. So this is the bounce up principle. It's actually the second book and you can see the other one bounce up in the background. So it's going to be a series. Yes. So with the bounce up principle, it's the one, the newer one that is out. And it goes through five phases that can help you, five components to help you bounce up. And is it okay if I, are, are you okay if I explain the difference between bounce back and bounce up? Please do, yes. Okay, so think about this. So there's, you will hear all the time, anytime you are going through any type of setback, someone will say, oh, you'll bounce back. Mm -hmm. Oh, you'll bounce back. Well, I say, you don't want to bounce back. Bounce back holds you back. Yes. So think about an inflatable punching bag. I have one that I take on stage with me. I love and it. And I call him Henry. He's my That's... sidekick. Yeah. So and I always pull somebody up and I have them punch him. So and then Henry, Henry gets 
whacked, and then Henry bounces right back. Henry doesn't move. He doesn't grow. He doesn't learn. The situation controls Henry. When we bounce back, we bounce back to where we were. Yes. We allow the situation to control us. Yes. Bounce up. So think about a basketball player. Basketball player who's under the hoop, and he bounces up higher than everyone else on the floor. He gets that ball. He now has control of the ball, his control of the floor, the next play, and possibly the game. So that's bounce up. You take control of what you can control because we have the choice. We can let the situation control us or we have the choice to control what we can control. And that's bounce up. And it's freaking brilliant. It is so brilliant. Uh, Like all the time, like, oh, you'll just like you said, oh, you'll bounce back. Why would you want to go back to where you came from? I don't. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Yes. And and then what I say to, you know, when people are struggling, I say to them, you know, ask yourself, is it a bounce back or is it a bounce up? If you have thoughts in your head, if you're second guessing yourself, if you're, you know, low on confidence, ask yourself, is this a bounce back or a bounce up? So yeah. if your confidence is starting to, you know, drain a little bit, that's a bounce back. So yeah. think about how you can make it a bounce up. You can use a couple of the strategies I mentioned. Another one is flip it. Yes. So flip it is okay if I share it? Absolutely. Okay. So, and they can find this. This is actually on my website as a free download. So it's under resources. Share your website. I'll have a link in the show notes, everyone, but uh, please share the website so that I'm sure they can't wait till the end. <laughs> okay. It's mjcalloway.com and Callaway is spelled like Callaway Golf. So- not related. Wish I were. I could have some really nice clubs, but that's okay. <laughs> the so in and you can take a sheet of paper and do this too. So take a sheet of paper, you draw a line down the middle. On the left side, just write up the top negative reactive words. Could be words, thoughts, stories. And then on the right side, put proactive words, positive words. So whatever negativity is going on. You know, whatever's causing you to have a lack of confidence, you put those words down in the left side and then you stop and then you think about it. You know, you evaluate those words and then you go ahead and you flip it to a positive and you write that in the right hand side and then say it out loud three times. The reason is write it down, make it happen. Research shows that that works. And then the reason to say it out loud, maybe you need to say it five times however long it takes you because now you're cementing it in your brain. Yes, that's so brilliant. What you write, you invite, and repetition is the mother of skill. And this is a whole other podcast series, really. But when you say those things repeatedly, that takes it from your conscious mind to your subconscious, and it literally changes your programming. So it's absolutely brilliant. And There are so many incredible tools that you shared in this conversation, MJ. So seriously, thank you so much. I've gotten a lot of takeaways. Like there, I probably count 21 right now, uh, just off the top of my head for real that you shared. But some of the big highlights are having a purpose bigger than you. Yes. Because a lot of times I found personally and from people that I've coached and had the pleasure of speaking to on state, on platforms and so forth, 
is they feel like, what's the point? There's no compelling future to persevere through. So when you have someone else that you care about, that could be the catalyst of that compelling okay. future. Or maybe your future self or, or your mission, mission or your calling from God. But if you have a compelling future, it's an African proverb that I revisit very frequently. He who has their why can bear almost any how. Because that's the driving force. That's your purpose. And then yes. if you find yourself stuck in these situations, it's very simple. You said, take those words and, and write them repeatedly. You're changing your physiology, which is the fastest way to change your state of despair or hopelessness or low self-esteem, whatever it might be. The fastest way is one, change your physiology. Then, just like you sh shared in your three-hour car drive in the, in the White House snowstorm, <laughs> is scramble the language because you get what you focus on. Mm -hmm. If you focus on what could go wrong, you're going to draw it like a magnet. So yes. if you say and recognize, like in your exercise, getting awareness, what am I saying? I'm saying what I don't want. Well, what do I want? What do I want the outcome to be? So changing your focus, changing your belief on that, and scrambling the language to the point where that transcended to your son and your grandson, where they consciously edit out the word can't because That's it's right. not part of our vocabulary. These things sound so simple that we discount them because we say, oh, that's too simple. It can't be that simple. It is that simple if you do it. And all yes. of these tips, this is just the tip of the iceberg of what's in her book. Y'all need to get it. There's a link in the show notes. And the reason that I know this stuff works is because what she's sharing, what MJ's purpose and, and mission is, is something that isn't theory. It's not something that she goes backstage and memorizes over and over. This is stuff that she's lived. The tools she shared are things that she created out of desperation to survive. However, and correct me if I'm wrong, you shifted that to why do I just want to survive? I want to thrive. I exactly. Want to, I want to flip this into not just a bounce back, not just a comeback, but a come up, a bounce up, a purpose for living that's going to inspire others. True or true? True. Exactly. And the exactly. reason I know that that's true <laughs> and that it works is because there was a young man in 2018 that was at the bottom of his life, so depressed, not having a purpose, being so confused and heartbroken, and he met a woman who had such a light and passion of what she did it caught his eye, and she shared a vision of what could be possible. And this young man saw someone who spoke from her heart, spoke so authentically and with passion that was real. She inspired him to follow in her footsteps. And that young man is me. Because at that meeting, I'll never forget it. It was 2018, NSA Pittsburgh. I believe you were the president at the time. I was, and I was going through treatment at the time. <laughs> and you still had a smile on your face. Everything that she says, she literally lived, and it impacted my life in a way that it will never be the same. And because of the way you impacted my life, now I've gone on to speak all over the world, and all of those people 
that I've had the honor to speak to and influence came from you. Oh, you're going to make me emotional. (laughs) Too late. (laughs) (laughs) But it's the truth. So if you're feeling, if you're listening to this, if you're feeling I'm behind, I can't do this, who am I? This woman lived that over and over and over again and took everything that worked and put it in a book so that you can apply it to your own life too. And the reason I'm talking with so much passion is because it's from my heart. Like, I am so incredibly grateful for you, MJ. Like, the impact you've had on my life. I don't, by the way, side note, y'all, I don't think she knew this until the podcast started. No, <laughs> did not. But it's the truth. Did not. It's the truth. This started my speaking journey. I'll never forget it. After hearing you, you showed me what's possible. I didn't know speaking could be a career. I didn't know you could make a living off of that. So I went home that very day in my apartment and I was like, is this real? Like who, like what I'm saying, I doubted myself. Who am I? I don't know anyone in speaking. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to speak on. So I did what you said. I prayed, <laughs> never forget it. I prayed on my knees, God, what do I do? And it was the first time in my life I heard God speak and he said, go speak. And that journey was conceded by you. So oh. I am eternally grateful. Oh my goodness. You are eternally grateful. And and y'all, it, I mean, if you're listening to this, you're probably a subscriber. So if you enjoy this content, this woman is where that started. This woman is where that Thank started. You. I did not know that. I mean, oh my goodness. And yes, I got tears. I don't want to wipe them on camera, but <laughs> you're fine. It's like, oh my goodness. I did not know that. And I remember when we sat down, we had coffee, we met at a um, a bookstore near us, well, mm-hmm. near me, and we talked and you're like, would you be a mentor? And I'm like, sure, what do you want to know? <laughs> and I took notes until I got carpal tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think every time we get together, that's what happens. Oh, that is, wow, I, this is not planned. So what I, the story you just shared, I remember that. It was a Barnes & Noble. It was in Robinson, I believe. And yes. this is a true story. When we were talking, you were passionate. You ignited me. We were so talking passionately. Do you remember this? There was a young woman who overheard us talking and said, I am so sorry to interrupt, but I'm so inspired by what you guys are saying that I just have to know. And I you know, got her contact info. Do you know that I'm still in contact with that woman? Oh, that's awesome. I do remember it. And I actually met with her. We had dinner as well years later, but I met with her and her friend and colleague at that same place. This is crazy. Like this, this is a true story. I didn't tell you this. So this is the first time (laughs) I had dinner with her and her friend because they are looking to impact the field of nursing. And, And if you're listening to this, Nadia, like shout out and props, that's her name, Nadia. But she is using this to influence and change nursing. They actually had a march in D.C., I believe it was last year, and they built a community based on what they learned from me and some other people, but that wouldn't have been seated if it wasn't for you taking the time to meet with me and share that. That is not a coincidence. I forgot to tell you that story. That's a true story. Oh, my goodness. And, you know, that goes back to the word legacy. You know, it is we shared something, then you shared something. Now they're going out there and they're changing lives. Yes. It's it's how it, it's how building a more positive world can happen. Mm-hmm. When we think about 
what we have to offer. And everybody has something to offer. Every single person has been given some type of gift. Mm. And when we share that, we can build a better world because we are leaving legacies that can go on and on and on way after us. That that what you just said is why I do everything that I do. This this podcast, doing this for going on six years, is to tell people that even and especially in the moments of darkness, that's when the shine the stars shine brightest. Because my my belief, my conviction is that every single person was created on purpose for a purpose. And yes. oftentimes it's the pain you've been counting out that the is, is the exact purpose in disguise that you can be counting on. And that's exactly what you do and continue to do in sharing your message with, with all the people you speak with, with what you meet with like myself. And now I have the honor and privilege to have you on the podcast to share that with everyone listening so that they can go and get your book and apply what you has been your not survival guide, but your thrival guide so yes. that they can take those and use them because this stuff works. It, it does because it is simple. And once you, you can implement it immediately too. That's the other reason why it works. You yeah. don't have to have a lot of things to do it. You can implement it immediately. And once you make it a routine in your life, it will change your life. At 100%. And, and oftentimes when people feel stuck and, and they want to change, they're not sure, and they get overwhelmed, what's my first step? This is. This is your first step. So, MJ, thank you so much for sharing your heart and your soul on this podcast. It was an incredible, really enriching interview, and, and I, I thoroughly enjoyed it too. So <laughs> um, I want to make sure that people connect with you and they get this book. All of the links that you share are going to be in the show notes so that people can easily access them with one click. But where are you most active online? How can people connect with you and become part of your world? Okay. I'm actually on Facebook, on Twitter. Um, the, they're not very active on Twitter, on Instagram, and then also LinkedIn. So, and it's it's MJ Calloway speaks on two of the platforms, and that would be Facebook and Instagram. And then for LinkedIn, it's MJ Calloway. But remember, it's C A L L A W A Y. <laughs> Absolutely, and I'll have that all in the notes so that you can easily connect and dive deeper into this woman's world. She's been a huge impact in my life, and I brought her on so in hopes that she could be an impact in yours as well. Thank you so much for your time. This has literally been uh, absolutely amazing, and uh, I honor you for all the impact you've had on my life and the lives of those you continue to influence on a daily basis. Thank you, Adam. It has been a pleasure to be here and talking and sharing again with you. My absolute pleasure. This was, this was a blessing, so thank you. Guys, this is Dr. Adam Martin signing off with the one and only MJ Calloway. Go forth, be great, dispense your full potential, and script your confidence. God bless. 